Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. This is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie Stanford, I am Greg Sussman. Frankie, what's up, bud? What's going on, man? You doing all right? Hanging in there. Adjusting yourself. Oh, adjusting everything, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas Eve. Celebrating one championship, uh, you know, a league that I played together with Greg Sussman and Corey Parson and Chris Ventura. Not really me. Celebrating I, one championship to, so to be, far, and fair, I have another that will be, to be decided tonight. To be tonight. fair, it wasn't really me. Not you? No. I told you if I would have beaten you yesterday, it wouldn't have been me. Yeah. I told you Jake that. Wolf. It would have been Jake Wolf. I, you know, listen. The intern. You got to give credit where it's due. Dude, I put up 195 points in a PPR, still have Philip Lindsay to play. That's incredible. That is crazy. That's awesome. That it's is awesome. feel good. Great feeling. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. My, my Sunday was fine. Sunday was all right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, not much going on for you? There wasn't. I was at a bar. Didn't do too well in the BFF contest on FanDuel. Neither did I, for that matter. I didn't. I was in fifth place after the 1 o'clock games. Uh, the problem is, I didn't have anybody in the 4 o'clock games. How about this, Greg? Yeah. My dad joins FanDuel yeah. just so that he can yes. join the BFF contest for the first time. His first ever time playing on FanDuel. He's in third place yeah. behind the leader in first place by three points. And has a player to play tonight. He's going to win. He's, he's going to come to place. One time. And he asked, he asked me questions all the time. Like, maybe I should be asking him questions. Like, he's been playing fantasy football for the past, what, 20 years? 25, 30 years? Whatever it is. Probably since before I was born. Hey, are you all right, dude? Well, you're, you're can we, talking. like, get the show on the road? You're, like, doing 18... Million I'm things to work, while I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to work. I'm listening. Your dad's amazing. You're like, your dad's you're like better than stuff over there. You're trying to like trying put to stuff clean in your up, ears man. And what are you doing, man? You're right. I'm great. You good? Feel good. All right. Watch the giant game yesterday. I watched. I was at a bar yesterday watching the games. Oh, a bar. Changing yeah. it up. Well, it was our fantasy championship, so I went to the bar to, with um, some of my friends and, and watched it. Both competitors were there, which was cool. And how'd it turn out? Did did Jeff the Jet fan win? Uh, he different different league. Oh. He was not in the finals. Yeah, I like Jeff. He's Jeff. I know you do. Um, <laughs> Keith, who called in on Friday, won. Who? Uh, Keith from New York. Keith called into the show. Okay, and we told him to start Elijah McGuire. Of course, we told him to start Robbie Anderson. He started Damian Williams over both there of them. You go. I was the Jets fine. winning people fantasy. You said there's it. nothing more, and I tweeted this yesterday. There's, there's nothing more fantasy football totally than a Jets stack winning people fantasy championships. There was someone who tweeted at us that literally started Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson, and Elijah McGuire. And you know what? For that matter, if you started Chris Herndon, if you had pretty much the best 
skill position players on the Jets yesterday. You just won your fantasy chip. It's true. It's totally there true. There you go. <laughs> fantasy football 2018. There you go. The New York Jets. Yeah, the New York Jets. Frank, you nailed this one with Robbie Anderson. We were both, I think, on Elijah McGuire. Ultimately. To be fair, everybody was on Robbie Anderson. Sure. Like, everybody in the industry was on Robbie Anderson. But, I mean, look, we've been talking about for weeks now. I've, I've liked him the past two weeks specifically. Yeah, he, I mean, listen, he's more fantasy football. He will fantasy football championships. Like, we asked, like, it's crazy. Going down the list of players that won people championships yesterday, Damian Williams, Doug Baldwin. C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Elijah McGuire. These were some of the names, man, that did it. Like, the crazy thing is, when I saw the text from somebody that Todd Gurley was out yesterday, I was like, holy crap. Because, like, everything you read, probably going to play. Probably going to play. Warm-ups went great. Yeah. He was going full speed. He wasn't limping. Boom, out of the game. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, that was my huge league, news. That was a bombshell yesterday. Bombshell at 3 o'clock. Florio's playing in my home league championship, and he had Todd Gurley in his lineup, and his only other option was John Kelly. So now I, I think he's down a point, yep. and he has Tim Patrick going up. He's Sean up Hamilton, a point. Right? Tim Patrick for him going up against Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr. In a four-point passing touchdown league, so... Not great, it, it could be close. Not great, it could be close. I'm up 10 and a half in one of my leagues, and I felt great, right? Because I had Damian Williams. I'm going up against Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, all right, slow start for the Chiefs offense. You know Patrick Mahomes is going to get his. Ends up putting up like 34 points in this league. It's a six-point passing touchdown league. I had Damian Williams. Now I'm up 10 and a half in a standard going up against Philip Lindsay tonight, which I don't really feel great about. No, probably not. No. I wouldn't feel great about that one. I wouldn't feel better. And look, I think if he doesn't score a touchdown, I have a good chance to win. So, but I, I, I do think he'll have a big night. Just to show you about people not doing everything they can, at, it, 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 people that make the finals fluky, like there's a kid in my league, right? He was in the finals. And he won the league, won the regular season, I should say. And he had the best team all year because he had Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. And I've talked about this guy on the show before. And in all honesty, he got lucky. He gets lucky all the time. Because he always has the least amount of pickups in baseball. Is he Irish? The least amount of, no, the least amount of pickups in football. And it's a joke. And there's people like me and, and Jeff, who you mentioned, that go all this, do all this research and all this work for months and months and months ahead. And he's like, see, I don't need to do research. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he's in the finals. And he had Todd Gurley on his team. Ooh. The luck ran out, Craig. So he had Todd Gurley. The problem is he didn't get C.J. Anderson. He didn't get, he had John Kelly. He didn't get C.J. Anderson. He didn't have Malcolm Brown when he was healthy. Do you know who he had to start? Who he has to start tonight? Dougie Martin in the finals. Oof. He already lost. He already lost. All right, so there you go. Luck ran out. On the other side, speaking of luck. How much did he lose by? Like, if he had Gurley, would he, he have had a good out. chance? He got blown out. But, like, he got blown out. <laughs> You're very excited about this, I can tell. He got blown out. I was actually rooting for him, to be honest with you, because this kid has a lot of championships the other one. Um, but he got... It sounds like you win no championships in your leagues, Greg. Everyone else around I won, you I is baseball, winning. I won baseball in this league. All right. This past year. Okay. I won football in my other league last year. All right. This is like you're talking about these two guys who both win championships all the time. No, 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 so if they're no, no, both no, 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 winning no, no, no. and getting lucky, that, was the that means you're not. The Todd Gurley owner has won fantasy championship in his life. No, oh, all right. In any sport, one. Okay. So no. The other one has a lot. Um, great player. The other one, and my whole, so basically the people that won both my home leagues is the one that has the most championships in each league. Like, uh, Keith now has five titles in the 12 years we've been doing this. Pretty impressive. 13 years, yeah. Pretty impressive. Five titles impressive. And the other one has four, I think, which is really good. Um, anyway. Doesn't leave many for you, Greg. 
<laughs> I'm the only one in my other league to have multiple titles. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, you keep going back to the other league. It's, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. Great. I'm trying my best, man. You know what? For everyone who's out there winning championships, there's people out there losing championships. I had a few people tweet me yesterday saying that they played against Kyle Rudolph. That is just, that is terrible. That's awful. I mean, that, awful. I mean that's the most, like, Christmas week fantasy football thing of all time. Have, Kyle, the, the red zone reindeer, tight end, whatever you want to call him. But I have Hail to Mary touchdown and then another touchdown. Build it up. So I want to give credit to this guy in my league that yeah. beat the Todd Gurley team or non-Todd Gurley team. Because he lost this week, Odell Beckham Jr. He lost Tyler Boyd. He played Matt Breida. Like, so who do you have on his team? He did really, Jets? He did a really good job off the waiver wire. He grabbed C.J. Anderson, had him on the bench, didn't wind up playing him. So he had C.J. Anderson on the bench. He had Alfred Blue on the bench in case he needed him. He wound up starting Robbie Anderson, nice. Elijah McGuire. He started Kalen oh, Balaj. The Jets, baby. He started all of these guys, and he put up 163 <laughs> in the finals. That's a great go. And you know... There's going to be people who are like, hindsight is 2020, yeah. kicking themselves over stuff. Like, I started Trey Burton in that championship where, like, I'm only up 10 points and Chris Herndon was on the waiver wire. Like, it's easy to say, well, oh, I should have done this, but, like, my opponent also left CJ Anderson on his bench. So, like, I didn't do something right, but I also got kind of lucky because he didn't play CJ yeah. Anderson. So it all kind of evens out. But if you had, like, a bad beat or if you barely won a championship or if you won your first championship or if this is your 10th championship, or if you have something going on tonight and you just want to call in and have some fun, Greg. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, 448436879. We have big plans this Christmas Eve. Yeah, what do you have done? Well, Christmas Eve is uh, the big significant other day. It's Kinga okay. right. and like in like Polish tradition, it's like okay. they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. It's like okay. you get the big dinner, you have to eat like three different soups. One of which I'm not very happy about. Like, I got to eat a mushroom soup today, Greg. Sounds delicious. No, no, it's not delicious because, A, you know, I don't really like vegetables. On top of that, I really, really don't like mushrooms. Like, they just look weird. They taste weird. Like, weird consistency. So I got to eat a mushroom soup today. Not really excited about that. But everything else, I will be saying tonight, give me the fish. They make a huge fish fillet. You do the whole seven fish thing? No, it's not seven. That's that's Italian. Sorry. That's like hardcore Italian. Uh, But, yeah, it's like fish, no meat. Um, like potatoes, soups, and I'm a big soup guy, not mushroom soup, but every other soup, it's going to be great. Uh, so that, I have to go to church. So whatever. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be watching much of tonight. Like it's Christmas Eve, right? Like there's a lot going on. I gotta go. I gotta go eat. I gotta go to church. It's like, and I'm not a huge, like religious religion guy, but yeah, that's what I have to do tonight. And then tomorrow, like Christmas in my house. Is hey big. Frank, it's so, Pavona. That, that mushroom soup. Is it cream of mushroom soup? That's, it's it's just crappy mushroom soup. That's what oh. I... No, you know what? Someone out there likes it, right? Like, for people who like mushroom soup, you'd probably love it. I'm just... Whatever. Like, I'm picky. I don't like mushrooms. It's not cream of mushroom. It's just regular mushroom. Stuffed mushrooms. You, you'd it, probably though. love it. No, I, I, no, no, no. I like cream of mushroom soup, but that, like, regular mushroom, just broth? No. No, I heard you love, uh, I heard you love all mushroom stuff. I'm going to get off now. I plead the fifth. (laughs) How about you, Greg? You got anything? I love mushrooms. Well, all right. Outside of mushrooms, like, obviously, you're not Christian. No. You won't be celebrating Christmas Eve. But, like, you you do do you have, like, non-Christian, like, Christmas traditions? Yeah, we do. So, uh, every Christmas, we go to Judy's family's friends who are a Christian. Christmas Um, Eve, too? No, no, no. Christmas Christmas Eve, we normally do whatever, I guess. I don't know. Like tonight, like I've been planning it. So, so my you dad got to work tomorrow, so you can just chill tonight. Yeah, it's great. So <laughs> I'll tell you exactly. I've had some plans for like a week now. So my dad for Hanukkah bought us this like um, really 
an expensive steak. Okay. So he bought us like this Wagyu steak, right? So he got, he got it sent from wherever he bought it from. It's been in our freezer because you're supposed to freeze it if you're not using it. So we've def- been defrosting it over the last couple of days. So we're making this fancy steak tonight. Watching a movie, like Netflix and chilling. Okay. Like uh, watching Roma. Like actually Netflix and chilling or like no. Netflix and chilling? Definitely not Netflix and chilling. <laughs> well, because, you know, when you say Netflix and chill, yeah. the you youngins know, out there might be thinking something else. You know what I'm talking about. Where I'm just going to sit on the couch, probably watch a movie, Judy will fall asleep. Yeah, Judy's going to fall asleep, Greg's going to put on wrestling. Yeah, and that's that's, that's be, exactly that's where be this the... is going. I'm glad you're accurate with yeah, that. I, uh, um, yeah, so we're making We're best fa- friend, you know, I pick, up, I pick up on things over 100%. The so we're making this steak dinner. Uh, we're going to drink some wine. We're going to watch this movie that's going to be nominated for all these awards. Like everyone says it's one of the best movies of the year. Um, I'm sure you would hate it. I have a feeling I'm going to hate it, but I'm watching it anyway. What is it called? Roma? It's called Roma. It's actually on Netflix already. Roma movie review. First thing that comes up. Yeah. You no, know, I actually like movies with substance, Greg. Like deep I think this movies. Movie, so like, I think I this movie know. is all subtitles, though. That's fine. Oh, you're okay with that? No, like I'm, right. I'm uh, you know... In college, I studied film and broadcasting, so I'm kind of like a cinematography buff. Okay, I'd say. so yeah, so I think you really so this Alfonso Cuarón movie. You did Gravity. Uh, I haven't seen that. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, anyway. No, I'm like really far behind on movies, but like when I do actually get to watch them, I, I so anyway. Enjoy so watching movies. that. That's today. Tomorrow we go to her family friends where they make a like a big Christmas dinner. Okay. Um, the one problem is I I said this previously. I have no problem doing the family thing. Like, I get it. It's Christmas. All good. Like, we got to have the family time. Fine. But in my family, it's a little different because it's not always my family. I, I under, it's not all about me. I, I get that, right? So my family... It's the first time I ever heard you say that. It's not all about me. It's not all about me. But, you know, in my family... Chinese food? No, this is her family. Oh, they don't do Chinese food. No, it's a, they're Christian. We do a Christmas... We do a Christmas oh, all right. Okay. So they make like, a big turkey and they have all this food and it's great. Yeah, yeah, like, a yeah. lot of good food. No complaints there. Complete, and I get it. Again, family time. Fine. But in my family, when we do the whole family time thing, you know, you're normally just like drinking a lot of stuff, eating all day, on the couch, watching TV, you know, hanging out, right? Makes sense? I'm sure that's what you'll be doing tomorrow with the NBA on, yeah? Yes, absolutely. They don't have a TV. (laughs) Fire up the phone, Greg. They don't have a TV. The problem is... I get yelled at when I'm on my phone. Yeah. What are you on your phone? Oh, I'm, gosh, well, I'm watching the, 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 the Knicks are on, whatever. Oh, God. So I, so I was with my sister on Saturday night. She had a, a ugly Christmas sweater party. And, and that sounds like so millennial too, right? Like, no, it's not like that. You should be enjoying everyone's company on Christmas and but you know, what they, here's what they technology. Do. I will describe to you what they do. Oh. Right? So we get there way too early in the day. Hopefully obviously. you play like, what do you meme or like... We probably could if we bring it. I should probably, I should probably bring like it. That. I'm going to bring yeah. it, to be honest with you. Good game. I'm going to bring a ton. I'm going to bring a ton. It's exactly what we're right, well, texting Judy right Kind of out on that, but, well, I never played it, so maybe I'd like it. But what do you mean? Great game. What's the other one like that? Like with the black and white cards, Greg? Yeah, it's uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, great game. Cards Against Humanity, great game. If, right. never, if you never played it, it's great game. So I just, okay, it was a big text I just sent. Good job, Frank. But anyway, so normally, we, we sit there. We had lunch. Great. Then we sit, which is fine. You got to sit, have family time. But then her dad sits on the couch. Judy's dad sits on the couch. Does a crossword puzzle. He falls asleep. Then Judy like lays across the couch. She falls asleep. Her mom's talking to the other mom. And I'm just there is a there. chemical in turkey that makes you fall and asleep. And I'm just we haven't eaten the turkey yet. That's dinner. Oh, all right. So then I grab my phone. I'm like, all right, I'll just be on my phone, like checking, watching, watching the NBA. And then all of a sudden, Judy turns around. She's like, Where are you on your phone? 
Like you're sleeping. <laughs> she has like a spidey sense when Greg starts using technology. You're, on you're addicted to your phone. She just like wakes up from her slumber, like Greggy, what the hell are you doing? And I just got the time. Pay attention to me and my family. I just got the oh, stop watching the Knicks lose by thirty points. We gotta be. We take like a noon train. We'll be there until nine o'clock. Oh my god, this is awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, nobody wants to hear about this, though. I understand that, right? I get it. I'm happy you realized. You asked me about Christmas, and then Friday night, I'm going to do the Chinese movie thing. Week, you know, week 16 was very, and this was the feel that I got. Outside of being very chalky, like, if you played the chalk in, like, DFS or even in season long, all the Jets, Jamal Williams, uh, you know, CJ Anderson, if you had him, whatever, it was very, like, throwback. It was, like... 2014 all over again. C.J. Anderson winning people championships. Aaron Rodgers, Craig winning people championships. Antonio Brown saving his best for last. Awesome. I mean, 14 receptions, two touchdowns. He has, 185, he has 14 yeah. touchdowns on the season. Like He broke the Steelers' record for most receiving touchdowns in a season. Talking about records, records that were broken yesterday, Greg. Christian McCaffrey, most receptions in a season by a running back, 103. He had 12 catches yesterday, over 30 touches overall. Zach Ertz broke Jason Witten's record for most receptions in a season by a tight end. Great season. Great Let's season. open up the phone lines, 844-843-6879. Did you get a Christmas miracle yesterday? Let us know on the BFFs. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Game Time Decisions Bless you, buddy. I know you're uh, you're playing hurt today. Uh, if you got to do, go see a daughter or something. I understand, buddy. You work hard and it finally caught up with you. Right when your holidays are going to start, too. Good luck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Can go you believe it? <laughs> if I go to a doctor, I'll wait till I'm in Vancouver. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost good timing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, doctor, free, free health care? Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Oh, I like this, Greg. Welcome back to the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield. 
Last Christmas is one of my favorite Christmas songs by Wham, obviously George Michael, awesome song. But this is kind of like a freestyle 90s take on it, and there's really nothing more that I could ask for in life in this very moment, Craig. Merry Christmas, Frank. What do you do? DJ. DJ Christmas. DJ Captain Christmas downstairs. What do you do for a new Christmas song? What? What's up? What do we do for a new Christmas song, I think? A new Christmas song, like a big Christmas hit by somebody? Yeah, I think so. I don't really like, 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 like Cyrus. Does, does new Christmas music even come out? I feel like the last big Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, like everyone knows so, all like, I want for Christmas. I, I agree with that. So like Miley Cyrus came out with a, a new Christmas song, but it's just covering John Lennon's Christmas song. I'm like, why don't you? Well, that's what everyone does, right? Like everyone just covers. Well, yeah, but like Mariah I have the Carey, Amazon Music, right? Mariah, I put on the holiday playlist, and it plays a bunch of like we do the same new thing. artists Christmas music, but it's all just old songs right. regurgitated. So like Mariah Carey did it, and now it's literally a Christmas staple. It's a staple. Great song. Everybody likes that song. Great karaoke song, too, Greg. I could see you killing it. I could see that. Yeah. I don't like Christmas music, to be honest with you. It just doesn't do it for me. Why would you? It doesn't really make sense. I think Judy likes Christmas music. It just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I mean, the Mariah Carey song is great. Throughout December, we've consistently just kind of like had it playing in the background in our household. Sure. I've tried, man. It's just like, it's so hard for me to get in the Christmas spirit now. Like, I don't, like, I really want to, like, I, I... I wear the ugly Christmas sweaters. I listen yeah. to the music. I watch all the movies. It's just like, I don't know. Part of me is just like dead inside. You just need a break. I don't know why. You just need a break, man. Yeah. I think I just need like the whole month of December off and just watch a bunch of, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else. I'll I give do. you tomorrow off. How's that? Saturday. Uh, how about the day after that? How about the rest of the week, Greg? Can you pull that. that off? How about two days next week? Sure. How about all next week, too? <laughs> Dude, you know, for people uh, like a lot of people that I know, I've like teacher friends and stuff like they have off yeah. the next two weeks. I'm just like so jealous. God damn it! Fantasy football. You want to talk about anything, Greg? I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I wanted to just kind of just chat with you, man. I wanted to go over stuff from yesterday. Obviously. <laughs> um, all right, we both got haircuts. Did you play? Yeah, both we, hair we, both did, we both did get haircuts. Uh, what do you think? It's a little. It's a little bit shorter now. Uh, actually, I got my haircut because. Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz, uh, Corey Parson, the Fantasy Minuteman, and uh, Ventra. They always make fun of my hair. Right. How, you know, so you, know, you get bullied enough, you, you, you got you to gotta do something about it. So I, I changed my haircut. Be, be sure to let me know what you think about it. You want to call and let us know. You want to leave a comment. You want to talk about my hair in the chat. Go ahead. Um, Saturday night, I was here. I was hanging out with Sean Engel. Greg, did you know that? No. Well, Christmas tradition let you in on the Stanful household. Every year, we go to Macy's, 34th Street, have our picture taken with Santa Claus. I did see the picture. Yes. What would you think? Good, pretty good picture, it's right? pretty good picture. Yeah, it was awesome. Your dad looked very festive. Did he? Yeah. All right. So we did that, and then uh, had my spot at CBS, my WLNY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, did everyone little, come for the spot? Little betting spot. Did everyone come? Nah, nah. Everyone went home. I mean, there's a lot going on this weekend, so yeah. It was eating like home. Saturday. You, you went past, past oh, and then I went to an ugly Christmas sweater party Saturday. Got blasted. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. The past couple of weeks, I've been here on Sundays, like, inside the YouTube chat, like, helping answer people's questions. I was not in there until, like, 1230, admittedly. Like, I, I was... I noticed you didn't... It was very hard you to didn't, get out of bed like, It was rough. You didn't ask me, well, hey, I'm by your apartment. What's up? What? Right? What'd you say? You didn't say, hey, Greg, I'm by your apartment. What, what's, what's going on? Yeah, because the past couple of times I've said that, I'm like, hey, Greg, I'm walking by your house. You're, you just, like, either answer me three hours later, or you're just like, hee-hee. And that's, like, your response. So I'm like... All right, well, I'm not going to tell Greg this time. That's not very nice. I, it's, it's, you know, yeah, I, got, you know. I was in a rush. 
I was in a rush yeah. both both ways. I had to, you know, I had to get to the Christmas party, sweater party, Greg. Okay. I had a had a Dwight Schrute, ugly Christmas sweater. Mm-hmm. Big fan of The Office, obviously. Sure. You? No. Yeah, all The Office. Absolutely. Watch it. Watch it when it was airing. And I, I, one of the I watched all watch the time. Christmas episodes That's over cool. the past like week. That's cool. Yeah. Good times. Like that. Should we talk about some football? Yeah. I have to. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure anything we talk about Christmas-related, Bavone's going to be like, oh, I love those. Oh, I love those. That's not true. <laughs> what? Hallmark can go F itself. Hallmark. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's a very good point. Like, Hallmark Christmas movies, eh, not great. Like, no. not a lot of substance. Like, kind of just boring, romantic, whatever. Like, all right. Yeah, like, I can see that. Bavone, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I mean, I'm sure you have, like, a list of, like, 12. It's between Christmas Vacation and Die Hard and uh, Christmas Carol. Fun fact, Greg, I watched Die Hard I for the first time Friday. Definitely sweet. a Christmas movie. And you immediately said Christmas movie. Like, it has to be. Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas themes. Like, he, the guy's neck, who he broke, he sends him down in the elevator, right? He writes, like, ho, ho, ho on the, on the sweater. Like, there's a bunch of Christmas themes throughout that movie. Like, it's obviously a Christmas movie. Small, small thing no one ever picks up on. When Hans Gruber's falling from Nakatomi Plaza, spoiler alert, everybody, you hear sleigh bells as he's going down. There you go. <laughs> I love that he said spoiler alert. The movie's been out for, like, 30 years. But it still might be a spoiler. It would have been a spoiler to you. As it was, That's true. It was That's absolutely true. All right. Top performers this past week. As you said, Frank, Antonio Brown saved his best for last. 14 for 185 and 2. Uh, he was all over the field. He was fantastic. And as Frankie said, 14 touchdowns now on the year. You said a week ago, you're taking Juju before Antonio Brown. <laughs> you're going to do this to me right now. Well, obviously. He actually has 15 touchdowns. Chris. I apologize for getting this that wrong. Uh, I said 14 earlier in the show, too. It just seems crazy. He has 15 touchdowns. So let me ask you, Frank, are you still taking Juju ahead of Antonio Brown? Uh, man, you know, I'm going to retract my statement just based on one massive monster game, right? What kind of fantasy analyst would I be if I did that? I think it's going to be really close heading into next year. Uh, Juju, look, his second year, he's, he's come close. Antonio Brown right now is only three points behind Devontae Adams, my wide receiver one heading into next season. Uh, but... I mean, there's still there's still some troubling signs with Antonio Brown this season in terms of like the catch percentage and yards per game. Like, if touchdown regression hits him next year and he doesn't score 15 touchdowns and he scores 10, Juju still has more red zone targets than him. Uh, you know, if he loses five and Juju gains five, like, would that really surprise anybody heading into next year? I think they're both still uber uber talented, um, but it just it wouldn't surprise me that if some of those touchdowns swung, if Juju is outperforms Antonio, I think it's kind of like a flip of the coin. I think they both go like around that one-two turn next year. And I, you know, I also tweeted about this yesterday. Nick Chubb, at least 75 total yards in every game or a touchdown since uh, Carlos Hyde was traded. Another you know, 115 total yards yesterday. I think Carl, uh, Chubb has entrenched himself as a first-round pick next year, a late first-round pick. You take him in the first round, and the reason you do that is because early in the second round, like there's no consensus wide receiver one. But there's kind of like eight guys that you wouldn't mind having that you'll be able to get in the early second round. And that includes Antonio Brown, Juju, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, yeah. uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. Like, that's what that was just like six, seven names that I just rattled off. Right. And they're all going to be in that mix. So I'm not going to blame anyone who wants to take a running back first at the end of the first round. And then in the early second round, you pretty much have your pick of whatever wide receiver you want. Yeah, there's a lot of great wide receivers that will be available for you in that second round. The running backs, I think, will fall off a cliff probably. Um, And that's why someone like Nick Chubb is going to get into the first round potentially because 
oh, well, I can get a really good wide receiver no matter what. It's going to be like a roster construction thing. Like, people aren't actually going to think, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Nick Chubb's better than DeAndre Hopkins for fantasy. But if I could get Nick Chubb and, you know, I, Michael Thomas, that's probably better than taking uh, DeAndre Hopkins in the first round and then reaching on whatever running back in the second, whether it's like Philip Lindsay or Aaron Jones or someone like that. Yeah, 1,000%. And I think that's almost why when we, when the money went, when we went live at the beginning of September this year, you saw Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, rightfully so, Christian McCaffrey. But yeah, the other two start to reach, man. Reach for sneak into that first round because you're, people are desperate ultimately. And um, I and it's not even just the first round; like, it's the third round where I said this year at the end of the third round, which is a brutal spot to be in because you need a you need a running back at that three four turn because you don't have another shot at it till five. And the running backs that were there were Kenyon Drake and Royce Freeman, and you didn't like it, but you're like, what am I going to do? I got to take a shot on RB two here. Those two didn't work out either. Yeah, and if you start, and that's why we've kind of, not everybody, but we've kind of shied away or told people to shy away from, and we've seen a lot of people do it, starting wide receiver, wide receiver. There was kind of like a three, four-year stretch where, like, that became the fad. Let me start the zero RB theory. Let me just start my draft with three, four wide receivers in a row because now everyone's playing PPR. While I, I think Greg would agree with this, I think that the standard should be half PPR because full PPR, Absolutely. it just gives too much value to wide Absolutely. receivers and pass-catching running backs. Half PPR is just kind of like the perfect blend of, like, yeah, touchdowns still mean a lot. Receptions still mean a lot, but it's like the perfect blend. So I think half PPR should be more the standard that people play in. But you're absolutely right. Like the end of the third round, running backs, they were not great. So if you started your, your draft wide receiver, wide receiver, you could have got lucky and picked up a guy like Philip Lindsay. Yeah, yeah Definitely. Sure. But uh, coming out of the draft, your running back position was probably brutal. Well, my 3-4 were Kenyon Drake, as I've said many times on the show. My third round pick was Kenyon Drake. I came back around in the fourth round and drafted my wide receiver too. Bob Woods. Chris Hogan season. Oh, God. Woods was around later. <laughs> Chris Hogan, who I oh, told man. you and begged for you to listen all week, don't do the Chris Hogan thing yesterday. Even though it was the revenge game, as Frankie pointed out, don't do the Chris Hogan thing I also thing told yesterday. people not to. Like, 100%. You know, I brought up the revenge game, but I was also like, just don't do Chris Hogan. Dude, didn't catch a pass yesterday. You know who else didn't catch a pass? Gronk. Donut. Yeah. Oh, you can say Josh Gordon? Come on, Greg. Too yeah, soon. He didn't catch a pass. Well, yeah, factually, he didn't. Catch a pass. I have facts on this program. But Rob Gronkowski also did not catch a pass, giving people a donut. Yeah. If you have him in your lineup, you're probably not celebrating a fantasy football championship. And I mentioned, Greg, that normally there's five weapons on this team, and two of them are going to be left out. Josh Gordon was now out of the mix. And I said, you know what? There's four weapons. There's probably one that's going to be left out. Yesterday, that was Gronk. Sony Michelle did his job, 115 yards. Just like we predicted. James White scored a touchdown, which it's kind of hard to predict James White touchdowns at this point. Julian Edelman, all credit to him. Did you see the play where, like, he got tackled, but rolled over the top of the Bills defenders and then ran in for a touchdown? Julian Edelman, where does he go next year? I think he's he's a third round pick. I think he's your wide receiver, too. Even in a half PPR. He's a wide receiver. Look at how good he, look at how great he's played. He's a wide receiver, three. He's picked, like, Everyone's going to say, and you know, this is going to be the popular thing. Julian Edelman, 33 years old. Yep. Tom Brady clearly falling off a cliff. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Tom Brady's not back. Here's, listen, here's the reason why Julian Edelman. performed. Here's the reason why Julian Edelman is, is your better wide receiver three than wide receiver two. Because he's wide receiver 16 in points per game this year. Greg. I understand that. Do you know how many times he's gone over 100 yards this year? Let's say one. Twice. Twice. 104 each time. But he's so consistent, man. He is, but but he isn't. Touchdowns, he's had five of them. He has five of them this year. And I recognize he didn't play the first four games of the season. 
But we're talking there are certain games where you're having five for 36, three for 25. People get left out. Now, the last three games... Five for 36, but he scored a touchdown. He did, 100%. The three for 25 was a terrible game. Mind you, it did come against the Minnesota Vikings. But look at every other game. Against Buffalo, six for 70 and a touchdown. Seven for 90 against Pittsburgh. Nine for 86 and a touch against Miami. Against the Jets, four for 84 and one. Against the Titans, nine for 104. Six for 71. Nine for 104. Super consistent, Greg. This guy should go in the third round next year. Like Everyone's going to want to buy the shiny toys and stuff, but Julian Edelman just gets it done. And he's clearly... Tom Brady's favorite weapon to throw the ball to. Certainly in the playoffs, he got it done. 9 for 86 and a touchdown. 7, uh, seven for 90, 6 for 70 and a touchdown. Those are your fantasy playoffs. People will remember that. Yeah, and I think rightfully so. I, you know, third round might be a little aggressive, but 3-4 turn, like I think, I think that's... Look, if we were drafting Chris Hogan in the fourth round, Greg, why wouldn't we take what we wanted Chris Hogan to be and the proven commodity that is Julian Edelman right. around earlier? Right, right, right. right. That's my thinking. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, it obviously makes sense. On the other side, uh, for Buffalo, everyone was all high on Bob Foster. Over 52. I didn't see this, but I saw someone that t- tweeted that he dropped an 80-yard touchdown. I didn't see that either. So. I, didn't, I didn't see the play, but I, I heard that like, he was wide open, and he lost the ball in the sun, and he dropped it. So, I mean, and I started him. You know, put your money where your mouth is. Like, I, I had a claim in for Robbie Anderson. How about this, Greg? Uh, the, the person I'm going against. My buddy Rob, right? Yep. Home league. He had, he had waiver priority before me. It's, this is a waiver priority league, which sucks, but whatever. Not a lot of people have fab left at this point anyway. He picks up Robbie Anderson. My number one claim was Robbie Anderson. My number two claim was Robert Foster. He starts Robbie Anderson against me, obviously goes off, has the monster game. I get stuck with Robert Foster. Boom. I'm only up 10 and a half points now. Got to root for Philip Lindsay to suck tonight. So um, he still was not terrible. He had 52 yards, four for 52. Like, that's a safer floor than I thought, like, you know, we could have expected, honestly, from Robert Foster. Uh, but ultimately, we did want him to do better than that. Josh Allen, I mean, you heard the promo before the show started. Who can stop Josh Allen? Josh Allen can stop Josh Allen. Two interceptions in this game. Threw for 217 and a touchdown. Uh, what you needed here for fantasy purposes was more than 30 rushing yards. That did not happen. No, it, it, it didn't at all for Josh Allen. Um, 217, like you said, uh, and a touchdown. LaShawn McCoy did not start this game. He got in some sort of fight with Sean McDermott. So he didn't start. Came in on the second play. He's gone, right? He had six carries. He's gone with the Bills. I think he's actually a free agent, too. Yeah, McCoy's gone. Does Sean McCoy, does LaShawn McCoy get another starting gig in the NFL, Greg? At some point, yes. Or is he kind of like, does he kind of fall into that Adrian Peterson role now? Where Adrian Peterson is a starting might, running back. No, he, he was, but like going back to last year, like he just, he resurfaced with the Saints. At first, as like a third running back on a team. I'll tell you a little Sean heads up. Back in Philly? Kansas City. <laughs> Don't do this, Greg. And then we're drafting LaShawn McCoy in the first round next mm-hmm. year. Imagine that. Sean McCoy ends up in Philadelphia next year. With Andy Reid, huh? Kansas City next year. With Andy Reid, huh? Oh, God. That's what it is. It's kind of fun, actually. You're interested One now. last hoorah for LaShawn McCoy. You're interested now, aren't you? Yeah, I definitely am. Like, whoever the running back is, look at Damian Williams I last know. night. He was great. Wish he got more work in the second half, but... They might have went away from him because of that fumble. Uh, can't really blame them, but Sarkandrick West had that receiving touchdown. Gosh! Greedy Frank, man. I really I needed more Damian Williams last night. But he performed well. Whoever's on that Chiefs team, it's like... It's, it's kind of what I said about Patrick Mahomes before the season. I, I didn't see how he could fail. Because when you have that many weapons, Tyreek Hill, and he's done all this without Sammy Watkins. I mean, who even needs Sammy Watkins at this point? Travis Kelsey. When you have receiving options like that, it just opens up so much for the run game. It's yeah. like, whoever you put on that team is going to be great. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, not only started, 
But he was phenomenal in the fantasy finals yesterday. And you know what? A lot of it came in the second half, too. Sure. And, you know, I got a little trigger happy and I tweeted this out, but he was getting crushed in the first half, dude. Like, he was taking big hits. And I thought, you know, there was a chance that they were Benjamin. just going to sit him in the second yeah. half and be like, whatever. Quite the opposite, Greg. Went out there, you know, threw for over 400 yards, threw for two touchdowns, rushed for two more touchdowns, threw for a, a two-point conversion. And I, I, was, I, was, I watch every Jets game, so he, he just picked the defense apart after the game. Todd Bowles talking about, oh, I thought we were playing against the Packers and the striped shirts. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, give me a break. You're the first coach fired on, you know, the Monday after uh, week 17, and rightfully so. The Jets, the Jets, uh, interested in Jim Harbaugh now. Big report over. Chris there. Johnson did come out uh, and refute the report today. Yeah, during right. the Giants, Jets, I mean, you saying, gotta do that, no? Jim saying we didn't have to say anything to be honest with you. Todd Bowles is our head coach. The rumored interest in Jim Harbaugh is incorrect. Rodgers not only threw for two touchdowns, he rushed for two touchdowns, actually rushed for a third. They got taken off the board. He was just tremendous yesterday from a fantasy perspective. Um, you know what? I'm going to look this up. How many leagues he was started in? His start percentage. I mean, like, you, start percentage is weird because, like, there's only lot, two teams playing. I bet you a lot more than you think. You think so? Yeah. Like, I was with somebody yesterday who's in his 70, final... 73%. Well, here, he's owned in 100%, obviously. So, he was only started in 73%. I was I was with somebody who started out in Rodgers yesterday. And he, he won his final. And I asked him if he ever considered, like, putting in Josh Allen or something. He said, sorry, Aaron Rodgers every week. It's Aaron Rodgers. There's more people like that. Yeah. You realize. Yeah. So, a lot of people don't want to do the strip the name off the jersey thing, right? We'll talk more about the Jets, the Packers, and around the NFL when we come back. Here's your best friends forever, Christmas Eve edition. Stick around. Back after this. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Lumber Liquidators is celebrating the opening of our 400th store. So we're putting over 400 floors on sale. That means huge savings for you. Get pre-finished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off, including new styles like Mediterranean maple and bestsellers like Silverstone bamboo. Take 25% off all Dream Home laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors. More from just 49 cents, plus special financing and professional installation. Hurry, get to your local Lumber Liquidators today. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Mm -hmm. America, 
This is a newish one. This is yours. No, dude. This is. Who is this, Pavona? Insane. Yeah. Newish, I said. Newish. Probably came out 20 years, years ago, ago, Greg. Right. <laughs> what happened to Newish? Pavona. But this is, this is right up your alley. Pavona, like, wait, wait, wait. This is Greg's Christmas Pavona song. Pavona was right downloading here. the Dave Matthews Band Christmas song. And oh. then they, I haven't heard it. Uh, it's. Unfortunately, Greg, it's it's kind of like slow. and. Oh, no, I know, I know like, what it is. It's not. It's like. It's not like when he was trying to edit song. it, his computer actually told him like the song sucks too much. It's not like a Christmas song like this at all. No, what? it's not. It's actually kind of depressing. Yo, it is. It's great. <laughs> I've heard it live. There you go. It's fantastic. The Greg who stole Christmas. It's, Here you go. It's literally called the Christmas song, but it's not at all like a Christmas song. It's great. Doesn't sound great. It's at a all. really good song. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Not the best. Want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Try DailyRoto.com for free. This holiday season, that's right. Free advice from your fantasy pros, free NBA DFS projections, free optimizer access, and free everything else you need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. Stuff your stockings with cold hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS to access your free trial. That's DailyRoto.com. Promo code is DRHOLIDAYS. Holiday. That was coming. Not great yesterday. Not great at all. Not great, Greg. Not great, Greg. I think I wrote that in the FanDuel thing. The you line. know what? Great the uh, my my movie equivalent to Dave Matthews because like I don't like Dave Matthews. Um, my Christmas movie like that I really don't like. Oh, yeah, Love Actually, and it's not even a Christmas movie. Bavona, Bavona, I I need your take on Love Actually, and I really really hope you're in my corner. It's a very polarizing movie, Greg. Uh, it's either you really love this movie or you really hate it. So, so I'm gonna have to get back to you after tonight. Um, I've actually never. Ooh. Watched Love Actually. You know what? That's good. Don't watch it. It sucks. Uh, it's too late. It's too late. I told oh, I told gosh. Nicole I'd watch it with her. I if you want another movie that like is on that fence of like you either love it or hate it, and it's like the ultimate like cry movie, The Family Stone. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, exactly. It's but. it's there's a really catchy song in the movie Love Actually. Everything else about that movie sucks. It's not good. And I saw Ray Summerlin tweeting about it, so Friend we of the program. lost every single woman that watches this show. <laughs> now, you know what? Regardless of your gender, you should be able to realize that Love Actually is not a good movie. So, there you go. It's like one of those, you know how they made those va- Valentine's Day movies where there's like eight different subplots going on at once, Greg? Love Actually is like that. There's like eight different like Christmas plots going on at once. It's just a dumb movie. Yeah. It doesn't even like get you in the Christmas spirit. It I'm doesn't sorry. do anything for you. I'm sorry. It's a bad movie. Sorry. All right. All right. Packers yesterday, Devontae Adams continues his ridiculous run. 11 for 71. Wide receiver, one next year, Greg. You're pushing it. You heard it here first. You're pushing it. 11 for 71 uh, and a touchdown. I think that gives him the most receptions in Packers history or most receptions in a single season or he's really, really close. 71 yards, usually gets more than that, but he still had that touchdown at the end of the game to win it for the Packers. Oh, and I 100% knew that the Jets were losing that game. We wanted them to. Yeah, so it was great. Yeah, it makes sense. It's great. Uh, you know, they didn't. They actually were third in the draft before the day started, and then they dropped down to fourth because the 49ers also lost, but it's like strength of schedule or something like that. Uh, I'm sorry. So, Giants are eighth. It sucks. It's what I mean. You know what? If you guys want to draft like Dwayne Haskins there, he'll be there. And so, yeah, well, he'll but, be there. Well, the problem is people are trading up. That's the issue. You want to trade? Kind of do. Yeah, you want to trade? Interesting. I will drop to eight. You give us your second round pick next year. It's basically what the Jets did with the Colts. Totally. Like, that's what's going to happen with like, the Jets and the Giants. And I'm, per- I'm 
Give us a second rounder this year. Yeah. Like the Jets need all the help they could get. Right. And what they're going to want is probably an offensive lineman or like a pass rusher. That's what, you know, that's what they're looking for every single season. Should be able to get one at eight, right? I think, I think, I think so. the, the best idea for the well, Jets. To be honest, well, to be honest with you, the best pass rushers are at the top of the draft this year. But the number one overall picks pass but, rusher. Yeah, that's it. Like it's Nick Bosa. It's Nick Bosa, but. The Jets aren't for the Jets. They could still mathematically get the first the first pick. Really? They have to lose next week, and everyone ahead of them has to win. So it's like the Raiders, the Cardinals, blah blah blah. Not happening. Yeah, Nick Bosa, uh, Quinton Williams from Alabama. Um, Walter Football has him taking Josh Allen, who's awesome. Not oh, the quarterback. Allen. He's a linebacker. They, they have who Kentucky. taking him? He's an edge the rusher. Jets. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what you're looking for. Literally exactly what you're looking for. He's not like Quentin Copel's all over again, right? I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I also hope not. So then when, you, then seriously, if, Greg, when's the last time the Jets had a great pass rusher? John Abraham, probably. When was that? A long time ago. The early 2000s? A long time ago. <laughs> Gosh, man. <sighs> this, this mock draft has the Giants taking Dwayne Haskins. There you go. I do think that they'll take him. We thought about that. Yeah, that'd be good. Right, cool. Eli still starts. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. That's fine. The, Until halfway through the season when they bench him and then they go to the playoffs. Did you know that there were, the Ravens. there were betting odds over the weekend of which team Nick Foles lands with and the Giants That's were the favorites? <laughs> that, that has Denver Broncos written all over it, though, right? Like, the Denver Broncos is like... Case Keenum thing, man. I don't think they go to Nick they're, Foles They're just now. not going to give up Case Keenum. But so. Case Keenum was not good this year. I know. And I know I'm it's like nobody's been good on that team I'm not outside saying of they don't Lindsay. give up Keenum. I'm saying that it's like literally Van the Joseph same thing. is not a good Broncos coach. Like, he's not a good coach. He's gone, too. I think they lose tonight too. Like if you're betting, I picked them. I picked the Raiders, the Raiders money Raiders line. Tonight. I'm on the like Raiders money line tonight for sure. Jamal Williams is awesome yesterday. 15 for 95, a touchdown on the ground. Yeah, well, technically, if the Raiders yeah. win, the Jets will jump them. Nice, right? Sure, I think so. I think so. That's great. Things are really looking up. Robbie Anderson was fantastic. Nine for 140 and the touchdown. Herndon six for 82 and a touchdown. Elijah you McGuire, see his one-handed grab. 35 too? on the ground, 55 in the air. Touchdown. Awesome. Did you see Chris Hernan's one-handed grab? Yeah. It was amazing. Amazing. He's going to be a good one. He's going to be he's going to be a good ball player. You know, of, him and David and Joku actually played together at Miami. I didn't realize that. Turning out tight ends there at oh, the U. A lot of great um a lot of great one-handed catches yesterday from Chris Herndon, to Antonio Brown's which didn't count, which was absurd. To DeAndre Hopkins who it was ridiculous. It was like a 10-yard catch, but it's ridiculous. Seriously. Yeah, it was great. Um, Speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, Texans lose in Philly as I predicted they would. 32-30. to 30. They should have freaking covered. I know they pushed ultimately. Yeah. They should have covered. They're up two touchdowns all game. And Deshaun Watson had a miraculous comeback. Eagles win at home on Jake Elliott's field goal. Um, when I was t- talking to Judy about the Nick Foles thing, and I was saying to her how I want nothing to do with the Giants, he's like, but I don't understand. Like, it's an upgrade over Eli, I'm like, but it's like not. It's like the same thing. She goes, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl last year. Eli Manning hasn't won a Super Bowl in six years. How are you telling me that it's not an upgrade? And like, I never response. <laughs> like, she literally shut me up. And I was very yeah, But like, anywhere else he's ever played outside of like terrible. the Eagles with like Doug Peterson or like one random season with Chip Kelly, like he's been terrible. So I, I kind of understand what you're saying. But there is kind of some validity to what Judy's saying. Like, can he get the ball? Can he get the ball in the hands of his best weapons? That's basically what you need to ask yourself. He's doing it right now for the Eagles. Would he be able to do it for the Giants? Maybe. Like we're kind of laughing about it. We're scoffing about it. But 
Can he throw the ball to Odell Beckham? Can he throw the ball to Saquon Barkley? Can he throw the ball to Evan Ingram? It's amazing. If you can do those things, you can be the Giants quarterback. The Nick Foles that you're seeing. Not that right, hard. The Nick Foles <laughs> that you're seeing right now, so much better than the one that opened the season. 471 passing yards yesterday. Four touchdowns. He was ridiculous. Josh Adams, not ridiculous. Dude. Josh Adams was terrible. And if yesterday. you played against Nick Foles in your championship, I know. Testify, my brother. I'm sorry. God bless your soul. Uh, yeah, Nick Foles, 471 and four touchdowns. A bomb touchdown to Nelson Aguilar. Honestly, I thought that Alshon Jeffrey would have a better day than he did. He still ended up with three for 82. Not so, like, Not it was awful. fine, like, safe floor. But, like, a lot of what Nelson Aguilar did, I thought, was going to go to Alshon Jeffrey. Zach Ertz already kind of spoke about him breaking the tight end record for most receptions in a season. I think Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey are second-round picks next year, and rightfully so. 12 for 110 and two touchdowns on 16 targets. Just absolutely ridiculous. And then on the other side, like, Deshaun Watson was every bit as good. Like, that last touchdown he threw was awesome. (laughs) A dime in the back of the end zone just fell from the sky, and it was a touchdown just barely, but it was awesome. 339-2, and two, two more rushing touchdowns. But Houston, you had one job, man. Keep the Patriots out of the top two seeds. You see the Patriots tweet yesterday? They love Nick Foles now. Oh, God. They love him. I can't like I can't even give them credit for the tweet. Like I, everyone hates the Patriots. Not everyone. I guess if you live in like I don't like I don't, I don't care about the Patriots. You don't pay. All right. Um, like, hey, I'm a Jets fan. Like Gabe's a Bills fan. Like I Gabe know. knows what I feel like, dude. Yeah. The past twenty years, the Patriots. You had one job, Texans. Come on, gosh. So hold on, right? Who am I? Ready? What game am I? This ready? What? What just happened? What's happening here? I'm trying to say, which quarterback that's a flat, am I? That's a flaccid microphone. Which quarterback am I right now, Frank? Ready? After the game. I don't know. Baker Mayfield is what we're looking for. Oh, Baker Mayfield? I didn't see whatever like he did post-game. The middle Hugh, of my Hugh day Jackson. yesterday from like after the game, after the early games and like the beginning of the late games, I actually had to go buy a few more Christmas gifts, so I was out in the car like listening to Red Zone on my right, phone. Right, right. So I wasn't, there was a few things that I missed, but Baker Mayfield, baby. We told people to get him in the lineup. You know, Seven. I actually, I admittedly would have started him over Aaron Rodgers if I owned both of them or like if that was an option to me. But I benched Phillip Rivers for Baker Mayfield in my championship. That's the only reason why I'm still alive. So, uh, you know, we told people to roll with Baker Mayfield and dude, against Hugh Jackson, like it, it's, it's like revenge game of all revenge games. Like, Baker is going to ball out against Hugh Jackson. Like, no matter what team he's, like, an assistant for or whatever. And Baker Mayfield's awesome. And, you know, I was listening to the CBS Sports Fantasy Football Today podcast on the way in today. They were talking about, is Baker Mayfield a top 10 quarterback heading into next season? I think it's a good question. I think it'd be close. Yeah. I think Very close. close. I like Baker Mayfield a lot. Is he the first sophomore quarterback drafted next year? I guess it, it comes down between, like, him and Lamar Jackson, really. I think those are, like, the two that will be close to, like, the top probably, 12. Yeah, I think Philip probably... Because as good as Josh Allen has been, like, I'm sure there'll be people like, you know, we'll take Josh Allen with, like, our last pick. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's a fun question. I, I like Baker Mayfield a lot. I'm interested to see who the coach is, right? Like, are they going to do this whole Freddie Kitchens, Greg Williams thing again? Look, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right, Greg? Which is crazy to say, and it's like a the... smaller sample size, but right. they've played phenomenally with Freddie Kitchens calling hard. the plays. They've played hard. Just, like... In turn, like every metric you look at with Baker Mayfield right now, from completion percentage to yards per attempt, and you know what? If you watch Baker Mayfield, it sucks for fantasy football. Not starting him. That's great. 
He doesn't zone in on just one guy. Like, he does the Drew Brees thing already for, like, years where, like, Drew Brees would just spread the ball around and it'd be super frustrating to figure out who Brees is going to throw the ball to. Baker already does that. He takes what defenses give to him. He spreads the ball around. He doesn't just zone into one receiver like the way it probably should be if Jarvis Landry was getting the most money on your team. And, you know, if he was still in Miami, he would still be getting, you know, 110 receptions for 800 yards a game because they would just throw it to him near the line of scrimmage. Baker doesn't do that. He just throws the ball to anybody who's open. Like, and he goes through his reads. Like, he's going to be legit awesome. You have this guy in Keeper or Dynasty, you are very, very excited for years to come. Nick Chubb, 19 for 112 yesterday. The Cleveland Browns are have a chance to go over 500 for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, and, and they've already come out if you play Week 17, which please do not play season long in Week 17. There are going to be so many like big-name players who are benched and not yeah. playing, and rightfully so, because they've already locked up playoff seeds. But if you play in DFS, the Browns, um, I think Greg Williams already came out and said, like, this is our playoff game. Like, Week 17 is our playoff game. We're going to go all out. Like, they're going to play their players. They want to go over 500. They want to end on, like, a high note. Potentially end the Ravens season. season. Yeah, so, they're, like, they're, it's not a great matchup, but, like, they're going to, like, Nick Chubb, if you want to do, like, contrarian DFS play, he's going to get 20 touches. They definitely will. All right, yeah. with that, we want to say goodbye. Uh, I'll go off YouTube right now. Merry Christmas. Thank you Merry so much Christmas for watching. everybody. Have a great day. Have a great Fun evening tonight. We're off tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday. Frenzy's up next. Corey Parson, Chris Venture, and Jim Day will have you covered there. You listen on the podcast. Of course, we go live um, for another couple minutes here. Subscribe, like, rate. You know the deal. Leave a comment as well. Anything else you want to hit on from yesterday, specifically, Frankie? I mean, I know you mentioned Kenny Galladay, who really let fantasy owners down yeah, uh, yesterday with his performance. Six for 58. PPR didn't kill you with just 58 yards. Uh, not much else there. Uh, Dalvin Cook had 16 for 73 on the ground. You mentioned yeah, Kyle Yeah, not Rudolph. as great as I thought it would be. Stephon Diggs, 2 for 10, which is terrible. Did he get the touchdown, though? Did so that touchdown. saved his day. Um, Adam Thielen had 5 for 80. Uh, the Vikings win next week. They are in. Home against Chicago. Yeah, and no, we just pretty much spent the last five minutes talking about Baker Mayfield and how great he's been. I got to bring it back to my Jets, man. I mean, the past couple of weeks, the past, what, three weeks or so, Sam Darnold has played his ass off. And, you know, ass off. in a season where, it, you know, there's not much to be had for mm-hmm. Jets fans, you should be excited about Sam Darnold. I mean, just for fantasy purposes as well, because obviously the more great quarterback play that we have around the league, it obviously helps wide receivers and helps tight ends and running backs. It helps offense overall, which drives fantasy football, which means we get more fantasy points. But... Yeah, Sam Darnold, uh, if they can get him some uh, another weapon in the offseason. Robbie Anderson, I don't know where this was all season long, but he, you know, they, they've grown together, and then they have Chris Herndon. Uh, we'll see if they can sign a Le'Veon Bell, but, you know, two names being thrown out there as possibilities they could trade for. A.J. Green, Mike Evans. You bring one of those guys in to go with, like, Robbie Anderson or a running back. Somehow we, might, he, we might be talking about the Jets as, like, a legitimate offense next year. I'm excited, man. I'm excited about Darnold. How can you not be? The Saints defeated the Steelers last night. Putting everything in the hands of the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, this weekend for them. Another tough loss for the Steelers. Um, the Saints go down. They make it happen. A couple of bad penalties against them. That, that just sucked. Saints now have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Drew Brees throws for 326-1. Both Ingram and Kamara score. Kamara actually got two touchdowns. Yardage down on the ground for Kamara. But another one of these running backs you absolutely want in the first round. Frank, you were tweeting about Ted Ginn Jr. yesterday. 
Yeah, Ted Gitt, randomly, you know, first game back, eight targets, five receptions, 74 yards, and it's really, you know, Traquan Smith and Keith Kirkwood were given opportunities uh, in his absence, and neither of them stepped up. Like, Traquan Smith had that huge game where, like, over 10 receptions, and it was a monster game, but everything else he's done has not been great. Keith Kirkwood dropped a pivotal pass yesterday, too, uh, and that's kind of been consistent with, you know, these other names here, but Ted Ginn... Uh, right back in for the New Orleans Saints, adds another element, a deep threat element to go along with Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Drew Brees. Greg, I'll this one back at you. Come on. By the way, Juju's 11 for 115. Really quiet yesterday. Very quiet. I shocked. And a lot of people were killing him for, like, fumbling yesterday. Odell Beckham tweets him with support, obviously. You can't kill the guy, like... He's trying to make a play. I'm very excited about Juju for years to come, obviously, for fantasy. Steelers fans might be mad at him for that play. But, you know, there were other plays in that game as well, yeah. like going for it, the fake punt. Steven I know Ridley. That, I know that they came close on it. And that was another thing, and I never understand this. You got to go for it. Go it, for it. It's basically, and this is league-wide. In short-yarded situations, let's bring in the worst of the two running backs that we own. Never makes any sense. Because... He's bigger, right? He's and, and is you know Stephen Ridley's not even bigger than yeah. Jalen Samuels. Yeah. Like if you're gonna run the football, just give it to your best option. Why are teams bringing in like Legarrette Blunt and 100%. Stephen Ridley? Well, Legarrette Blunt run the ball like so, four fair, and two. Legarrette Blunt happens to be very very good in, in goal line situations and whatnot. I get it, but, but like there's there's I just teams, don't understand using a worse option I, listen, as a position. I agree with you. There's at a pivotal moment. You can make the case that the fact that Darren Sproles could fit into smaller areas makes him a good one yard running back. That case can you be can, made. Yeah, you can make the argument. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting um, what happens this week. Steelers, of course, need to win the James Conner rush back. The question I was going to ask you, Greg, yeah. MVP, Drew Brees or Pat Mahomes? A lot of people were saying, oh, that final drive, you know, yeah. Drew Brees, but he hasn't played well, man. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. I should. I think it should be Mahomes as well. Yeah. I think Brees ultimately does Ridiculous get it. Ridiculous. I think it should be Mahomes. Frank and I both on the Raiders tonight. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll be back on Wednesday. For Frank Stanfield, my name is Greg Sussman. Frenzy's up next. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you on Wednesday. We, we hope. hope.